my podcast. My podcast. What's it called? Don't worry. Bye. Happy with Harry at Diver. Here's my podcast. My podcast. Hello, good evening. Welcome to yeah, it's just about evening. What time do you class evening? I class evening um five. I think five. I think I think four is late afternoon, and five is the beginning of the evening. That's what I think. Hello, welcome to episode 20 of Don't Worry, Be Plana Happy. This is, do you know what? I just think I'm being an unlikable dick lately. <laughs> I really do. I've, I've, well, I don't know whether this is it to go by. This is the proof of the vacuous world we live in. But on Instagram, I'm usually pushing, I'd say, average 15 to 20 likes per picture. And then lately, it's like one or two, but most of the pictures are of my face. Then I'm like, but then the comments, I've just been like fake, well no, not fake cocky, but like I had a picture where I thought my face looked good. And I think that is, all my pictures of my face are like proper pulling the face, because I don't really give a fuck and I think it's ridiculous how people, you know, pull these ridiculous faces all the time. But then I thought... Because someone commented, not that I care, someone commented on my face because I took a picture because I just dyed my hair like white and said I look like Ridian. If you don't know who Ridian is, uh, Google it. In fact, there's a few Ridians in the world, as I found out when Googling how to spell the Ridian that I am on about. Uh, Google Ridian X Factor. So I put a picture up of me looking like Ridian from X Factor years ago, this X Factor guy was in it. And then this guy was like, jeez, Harriet, bloody hell, you're never going to get on Blue Peter like that. Like, A, what's with your fucking 1993 references? And B, what, because I'm pulling a face, what, so what should I look like? Should I, should I wear a dress? Should I, you know what I mean, it's ridiculous. Then even though I don't care about that, I just think that's stupid, like, I can pull whatever face I want. I was aware that I hadn't, not looked nice, but... Well, my face hadn't resembled my actual face for a while, so I thought I'd do a nicer picture in the morning. Because, you know, everyone puts woke up like this, so I thought I'll put woke up like this because I was blatantly looking fit. Well, no one else bloody thought so. That one like had in it. Well, essentially, Harry, it doesn't matter, but I've noticed that the women with the most Instagram uh, followers tend to have what is deemed a pretty face. Hmm. No, this content, Harriet. You, you put up some good content. Isn't your face? Because obviously that's not the content that everyone wants. Right, as if you even bothered about. See, this is this is the exact problem. So a few weeks ago, so I'm aware of how the world is working. I used to be really on all the social media ching, like on it, like Sonic. Really on it, I was. And then I think, in fact, since my mum died, I don't think I've been on it as much. Like. I'll put stuff up, I'll share stuff, but not like it was every day before. And then I've noticed, like, a friend of mine, she's got a really good social network presence. 
So I was talking to her about it. She was giving me advice because I think it is important. Sadly, it is important in the job we're in. We're in a job that is, and we want us to be in the public eye. Does that make sense? I don't know. So it's important to keep putting yourself out there. And with millions and millions of people fighting for your internet attention, yeah, it's all about content. So anyway, so I was chatting to my friend about it. She said, try and put something up every other day. But the thing is, it's for all of them. Like, you're on Instagram, you're on, um, on Twitter, Facebook. Then you've got your Facebook, your comedy Facebook page and your normal Facebook page. And then as well, with someone with like, anxiety in that, especially Instagram and stuff, that would mean leaving the house a lot of the time. Which is why I've been putting pictures up on my face, but the face does not do the job. So anyway, so I took on board what she said and I've been aiming. Well, what I did was, so she said every other day and I thought, well, I drift off and I dwindle and I don't finish things. So I'll aim for every day. And it's just got, it's just got too, I've just got too obsessed with it now. I'm on my phone too much and it's making my head hurt. Like, when you're on your phone too much, it makes you, it makes me feel like there's, have you ever played the computer game Katamari? There's this little thing with like a blockhead. I feel like that is in my head, just wobbling around and then trying to push my eyes and my head out. That's what I feel like when I'm on the on my phone or on the computer for too long. It's just horrible. But, yeah, I do, I do think it's important though. So, that's what I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep doing it for the time being. Then as well, I think the more I do, the opposite effect it has. The more I am online, the more followers I seem to lose. No, but that will change. I think sometimes, as well, it's hard to put fully your sense of humour across in words. God, imagine playing this to someone in, like, 1924. They'd be like, what is this shit that you're on about? Excuse me, I've got to go sweep my chimney. Yeah, it's mad. So, anyway, so Edinburgh's coming up, as you all know. In fact... On these podcasts, I've been saying it's been coming up for about 50 million years, so you must be like, hasn't it bloody gone yet? But then, see, this is going to sound, this is like a catch-22. No, not a catch, it's like a, a double-edged, is it a double-edged? So basically, I have made a conscious decision, because basically the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is where all the industry is. Oh, do you know what, as well, I thought, I said this in the, I think I said this on my Facebook, on the Twitter, there's so much shit oh yeah so no i only do have a twitter page as well i also have this twitter page and my other so that's what's happened i've just got too many um identities on the go what's the word too many aliases yeah aliases sounds like a uh like a tonic water anyway so I've actively this year, because oh, the, the trauma it caused my brain in previous years, wondering, thinking about reviews, wondering if people were turning up and then you're having a good show when industry are in and blah, 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 blah. So I decided to not do any of that this year. But then a few people said to me, so I don't, I don't have an agent. I'm, I'm a very free spirit, you see. When I did have an agent, there wasn't... Wait a minute, am I being out of order saying this? I don't think so. There wasn't really a lot that I couldn't do myself. So that's that's how it's been. And then, well, to be perfectly honest, I've had a few little 
little tickles of the line, but nothing. I don't know. Maybe if I, I mean, I might look at me and think, now how do I manage that? <laughs> I think that's what my what my happen to be honest. So anyway, friend of mine that's got an agent. He was like, oh, I'll send. I'm gonna send my agent to come see you because they're looking for more women. And I was like, that's brilliant. But now all I can think about is when will they? When are they coming? Like I feel really nervous about it. Don't get nervous, Harriet. I know you're going to Edinburgh because you you like your show and you just want to be up there and have a nice time and and you want to work up there and and that is what you're doing. But you can't take away any opportunity that might come your way. You just didn't want to get swapped down, swapped down, swamped down with chasing it and the anticipation of people not turning up and these reviews and all that and you haven't done that but that's not to say that any of that can still not come your way yeah no you're right so just try your best do some breathing exercises you know the best one that works for you is are you gonna admit this on your podcast yeah i bloody am actually this might help people so i do so I didn't really, so meditation didn't really work out for me, but when I'm feeling very stressed, what I do is I imagine, so breathe in through the mouth and I imagine candy floss coming in my head, going in my mouth and then there's all these spiders in my head and the candy floss like pushes them all out and then in the breath out, all the spiders come out. So I just do that again and again and again until in my imagination there's no spiders left in my head and that helps. I think that's actually really good advice, you know. I don't think you should feel silly about sharing that. Stuff like that help help each other, help people. So yeah, so that's that really. And then oh, I had a bit of a drama last night. I slept in the spare room on an airbed that does not have air in it. It just sinks so quickly. So I don't think my boyfriend is a controlling person at all, but he's telling me yesterday, he's going... You're not going to take that. So I wear this vest that's like, you know, those like Bondi Beach muscle vests. So it's quite a low, like, scoop neck. And it's, yeah, it's, like, I wear it around the house when I'm hot and it's, it's booby. But I'm in the house. He's like, are you going to take that to Edinburgh? I'm like, well, yeah, I might do. Might not sleep in it. And he's like, well, you can see this and you can see that. I mean, like, why are you concerning yourself with what I'm wearing? I just think that's controlling. And then he's kicking off saying he's not controlling. But I'm like, that is a controlling thing to say about someone's outfit. And are they going to take it? And all, but you can see tits and all this. Shut up. He didn't understand that. And then we've both stormed off. So I've gone in the spare room. He slept on the sofa. No one slept in the bed. How stupid's that? I'm still not sure what I think about it all. Yeah, I think, well, no. So he woke me up about three in the morning and said, come on, come to bed. Then I came to bed. And then I've texted him today saying, because he's apologised, quite rightly so. And I've said, let's just not have any more of that, please. And then he's like, yeah, I hate it when we're like that. And, and I felt like saying, no, no, no. I didn't mean the arguing. I mean that you've said that about what I'm wearing. But then you can't... When something's been, like, pretty much resolved, you can't fucking, you know, delve it back up. So we'll, we'll see there. 
And then I just don't, I just don't think, I just think I've been a total dick to him lately. I just, I've got, seem to have a problem with everything he says, it snaps at everything he says. But then, if you're saying stuff like a dick, what do you expect? I don't know, I just think I'm ready to just, I feel a bit cooped up and a bit, I'm sort of, I don't know, wasting away. Oh yeah, that's very dramatic. I do feel a bit, a bit like that lately. I don't know, I just feel like I'm, my the Edinburgh Fringe Festival is just gonna Yeah, but then you'll still end up coming back here. So but anyway, so let me tell you about what's on the agenda tonight, my little pickles. Have I told you that it's episode twenty? It's fucking fifteen minutes in now. Bloody hell. So this was a so in Australia a train driver, she was very late and we've all seen it before. You know when the bus and things are late, people that are getting on the bus in front of the driver, it's just it's the most passive-aggressive thing ever. They'll look at their watch and then, like, tut. And so she said over the tannoy, like, don't do that. I'm sorry I'm late, but you should be happy that I'm even here at all because we almost hit a... On the way here, almost hit a pedestrian. Someone, like, dashed across the, tr- the track. And then as she's saying that, she's burst out crying because... She, that's happened, and then when something like that happens, that they can either carry on or... In fact, which I think is different in the UK, because I was on a train once that well, that actually did hit and kill someone. And the, the drive... Oh, maybe if they kill... Yeah, I think when it's when they're killed, it's a different... It's a different thing, and fuck it. Yeah, it was, it was awful. It was really bad, and then there's always fucking idiots. There's... These people going, oh, I'm going to break out this train and, you know, I've got places to be. Well, think about that person that does nowhere to be anymore because he's fucking killed himself. Silly, selfish bastard. And what made me laugh as well was this guy that was like, oh, well, I'm just going to open the doors and go. He had the big, he had this suitcase that was like bigger than him. So what are you going to do? Open the bloody doors and then go, and we were like in, in fields. Anyway, like in, in the countryside. So so she said this anyway, and then at the next stop, the passengers have gone out and then gone to hug her and gone up to her and all of that. So I thought that was quite sweet. Is is it on the London Underground that if you have hit three people, well, if three people have jumped in front of your uh, your train, then I think I think you get the rest of your the rest of your work life paid for because it's it's fucking psychological damage it definitely is because as well when i was on the train that happened to the, the there was this guy that was on the train that asked to borrow my pen borrowed my pen which my pen was fine and then he kept no it's this is a terrible pen and he was just writing he was making it a terrible pen he was just writing weird with my pen and i'd go that's not look it's fine and then i'd show him and then give it back to him and then he'd be like, oh, this pen is terrible. It's like, because you're fucking writing like a bloody velociraptor. What are you on about? I'll tell you this as well. The other day, when was it? Uh, last, where was I going? Oh, witness. Last week, I was on a train. Like, packed. So everyone was, like, up against each other. And this guy takes his coat off. But just leave your coat on when there's like when people's faces are literally pressed against you. What are you on about? So was this a normal taking coat off situation? No, he has a fucking plastic cast. She has a fucking plastic cast. So he's like tossing people around. Yeah, there's a massive plastic cast. 
Oh, just keep your coat on. I kept my coat. Oh, in fact, I need to wash that jacket because I because I always keep it on. It's bloody stinking. It's always too hot in it. Yeah, that's, so make sure you do that. Bloody well. Yeah, so that's up. Oh, my God, I've read this. This is not a good article. But so this guy booked a taxi, an Uber, right? Taxi's turned up and there's a lady in the front seat with the taxi driver. So he's like, oh, I didn't think I did that. Because, you know, you can do the share thing where you share trips with people. So like, oh, I didn't think I did that. And didn't think much of it. Off, off the taxi goes. And then... The fucking the the person in the front with the driver just starts sucking him off. How just I mean that's just so inappropriate. <laughs> and he's filmed it and then put it on uh, put it on live the Uber of well Uber of let the guy go. I just don't even, don't even know what that was. So apparently she was a prostitute. But I don't really know how how he knew that. Yeah. The worst I've ever had in a taxi was when he just the guy just kept burping it, smelled like bin, and then he was drinking that, and I fucking ate it. That fruit water that's got more sugar in it than a can of coke, and people think it's healthy. Boyfriend gives it to the kids, and every time I see them with a bottle of it, I just get pissed off about it. This is what I mean about me just getting pissed off for no reason. Yeah, but it's passed off as healthy, and yeah, but it doesn't matter. Anyway, here's another one for you. A cat swallowed antifreeze, literally was almost died. Was almost died, was he, Harriet? Yeah, he was almost died. And you never guess what saved it. He was hooked up to an ivy drip of vodka. And that's what saved him. So, vodka must be the anti anti No, it must be the the juxtaposition. I don't know. Yeah, that's mad though, that is, isn't it? That, I'll tell you this. When I was at school, it was very hot one day. And no one had... I think everyone had run out. Because this was like in the afternoon. I think everyone had run out of their drinks. Their lunchtime drinks and all of that. My friend Ruth had a one of them cooler packs. That's got antifreeze in it, yeah. Those those packs. And I bloody drank it. And then so then Ruth's mum is uh, the girl who it was. Mum's rang my mum at night and mum, Harriet, you been drinking the cooler liquid? And I was like, yeah, but I was totally fine. Didn't I didn't need to go to hospital and have an IV drip of vodka. Maybe it's more of a cat thing. This is great. So this, I think I think I might look at the video and think about doing it for myself. I'm, I'm not even joking. So if you Google tiny house build five on YouTube, you'll see this. So basically this guy called Alvis Summers lives in a street in America. And every day he sees this homeless lady, 60 year old, you know, 60, oh, 60 years old is just such an, it's just not an age to be on the streets, is it? Uh, called Smokey, everyone calls her Smokey, I assume that's not her real name. And she sleeps in the dirt down the street of his house, and he sees her every morning, she asks him if he has any recycl- recyclables, so I'm assuming she gets money for that. That's an American thing, isn't it? I don't think we have that over here. 
Yeah, because I saw in a film once. No, but I did see it at a festival once in the UK where kids were collecting cups. So maybe it is. Anyway, I digress. So he's decided to build a tiny house for it. And it's I'm literally talking like the it it'll fit a body in and that's it. It's just a, it's for her to keep warm. Soon maybe she'll get like a sleeping bag or a bed. You should probably get not a yeah, maybe put like a single mattress in it or something. I don't know. And he showed in in this video I told you about. He's sh- he's shown how to build it, and it just wood really. It's kind of simple really. And uh, oh, she was over the moon. And apparently, the police are fine with it as long as she just keeps moving it around every seventy two hours. And even put like a little home sweet home sign on it. Yeah, look at the video. It's great. It's great that he. I think because he doesn't even do that for a job. And it took him about £500 to do it. And then I think he got a bit of help for the roof from someone. And now he's started... To, people are like, oh, we do me one, like homeless people. So I think he's started doing it now. And there's like a Just Giving page where people can donate so he can do it for homeless people. Yeah. I just think that's great. Just so much better than a... Because than, you see people in tents now all the time. Tents. It's fucking... I don't know whether I've just always slept in a dodgy tent because... There's always been like a seepage of rain that's come in and got me in the night. Fucking eight tents. I can't stand anything where you can't stand up to put your trousers on. Anyway. Yeah, check that one out. I think I am going to do that, you know. Where would you put it? See as well, it's on wheels. So it's just like a little trailer, I guess. You could just move it about. So yes, this was episode 20. Swansig. Oh, also, yeah, I'm on Patreon. Check that out. Cards. They're on Etsy. Typing Diadoodles. And above all, the most important is tell your friends about this. It's doing well. Help it do more. Help me help you. I'm waffling on. Uh, cheers now. All the best. You're great. And I hope you really know that. That was my podcast. My podcast. Thanks for listening. Download. Share. Tell your pal at the shop. Don't worry. Bye. Happy. My podcast. My podcast.